is more likely to grab your attention. A couple weeks ago, fire, fire alarm, fire alarm. Wondering what it was. Discovered something new. Smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors have an in-service life of 10 years. And there's a very specific beep pattern, and then they won't work. The old John, the old John would have disconnected the smoke detector, <laughs> taken out the batteries, put it in a box, put the box in the detached garage, and not worried about it. The new John, on a Saturday early afternoon, made a run to the local DIY store, save big money at Menards, <laughs> and purchased not just one, five. I purchased five smoke carbon monoxide detectors to replace one for each level of the house and each bedroom type space. I say type space because a former bedroom now exists as an office. Then the new John brought them home and actually installed them <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon. I installed them because although I'm not a fire prevention or fire safety expert, it's my understanding that a smoke detector that remains in the box doesn't work. Page 975. Would it be more effective if I'd use my normal voice? Seriously. But yeah, but you're really listening. I don't know what to do because I really want to do the whisper thing. See if I can do it. Don't do the whisper thing. I'm really prepared to do the whisper thing. All right, Chris, I guess we're going full gas. You were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalry, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Chapter 5, verse 13, really harkens back to chapter 5, verse 1, for freedom. Paul seems to be arguing, if you are going to let something reign in your life, then let this reign, the Spirit. And if you really want to understand the law 
And again, Paul has been uh, opposed, right, okay, to these individuals who have this warped interpretation of what it means to be a follower of God, a follower of Jesus Christ, imposing the, the legal requirements of the Torah. But Paul's like, if you really want to understand the law, okay, it isn't for self, it's for service. The shorthand, the abbreviated version, the simple, the explain it to me like I'm a kid, the action of which we speak, the action of which we extol is the action that satisfies the law, the summary of which is made clear by Jesus and an abbreviated take here articulated by Paul. You want to understand the law? You want to understand what you should do? Jesus said, love God, love neighbor as self. Paul says, serve. Serve one another. Paul says, you want to understand the outcome of freedom? It's not in self. It's in service. The freedom that we possess because of the work of Jesus Christ, the end result isn't the elevation of the individual. It's the individual committing to service. And this really messes with us because we prize our individual freedoms. But that idea, and certainly Paul's words predate any idea of individual freedom as we express it in this land. Our freedom isn't for self. Individual rights, that's not what Paul has in mind. It's, it's the freedom... It's the freedom to be different, the freedom to be a servant, to be truthful. Servant isn't a strong enough word. And there's people that already are like, oh, well, I just I want to prize my individual freedoms. Well, let me just for a second just disabuse you of the notion that you are truly free to do anything that you want to do. I am not free to look like pink. even if I wanted to. No one would confuse me for pink. Even if I dressed like pink, no one would ever think, oh, wow, that person looks like pink. Now, Amy Labar, on the other hand, <laughs> is not free, even if she wanted to, to be the starting linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings. She's not free. She doesn't have that freedom. We're all constrained. Our individual freedoms, each and every one of us, are, are constrained by our genetic makeup, um, by, our, um, by our situation in life, by the experiences that we've had, by the education that we've had, all of us, okay? And likewise, all of us are servants to something. And again, servant probably isn't a strong enough word for Paul, but all of us are servants to something. You might be servants to uh, your job. You might be servants to, I don't know, what your parents thought of you. Or you might be a servant to fill in the blank.
Paul argues our freedom that is located in Jesus Christ is so that we can be free to serve one another. And to, in essence, be a servant, be a slave of Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said, you can't serve two things. You can't serve God and money. Jesus' words, not mine. The freedom that we have isn't an individual freedom, but it's a freedom to be a servant. That in God's economy of things, we exist for one another. It's, it's why we do all sorts of things. It's, it's why we gather together. It's why we serve one another. It's why as we look forward into the fall, some of us volunteer so that little people can hear about Jesus on a Sunday morning or on a Wednesday night. It's why we invite others into our homes. It's why we are part of small groups. It's why we do so many things. In a little while, you're going to hear from Abby, and she's going to talk about a missions focus, Lake Area Food Shelf. The reason why we do that you might say, oh, it's to make myself feel good. No. <laughs> the, the root of why we do it is because the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ is that reality. We, we, we give of our financial means to support Timberwood Church. We all give. Not before what it does for me, but because I serve God. And so it's critical that we understand what Paul is talking about and the freedom, the costly freedom that Jesus Christ secured for us and what that means for our existence. Text goes on, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. You've heard the joke, right? I often don't tell other people's jokes, but I love this one. Christian man ends up on a deserted island. You already know where I'm going, right? He's stranded there for a number of years, right? Finally, a rescue boat comes and finds him, right? The rescuers get to the island. They're like, you've done very well for yourself. The man had built three different structures out of bamboo and leaves and other such things. So they asked the man, a Christian man, a follower of Jesus Christ. They said, oh, tell us about the structures. Pointed to this one. He's like, well, that one's my house. Very, very cool. This one? Well, that's the church that I go to. That's what you'd expect, right? Follower of Jesus Christ. What's the third one over here? Scowl comes on the guy's face. That's the church I used to go to. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even on a deserted island. And we laugh because it is true. Are we willing to live as followers of Jesus Christ and not turn into a cannibal? Most of us would find the idea of eating another human being's flesh detestable. And yet what Paul says we see. Are we willing to live and not turn into a cannibal? 
Again, back to the summary, to, to love neighbor, right? Can you come up with a name? Someone that you've bitten. Someone whose flesh is still in your mouth and you're chewing on it. Or someone you've been bitten by. Now the hard work. Can we view the person who has hurt us or can we view the person that we have hurt, a fellow follower of Jesus Christ? Can we view them with love? The person that I've spoken ill about because they've spoken ill about me, can I view them with love? The person that's taken a shot at me, can I? And no, there's nothing in my recent memory, right? Maybe there should be, but there's not. There, this isn't a specific instance. I don't feel under attack. Just the text. Can we live and not turn into cannibals? And if you've been cannibalized, if you've been hurt by other followers of Jesus Christ, if you've been hurt by the church, can I apologize to you on behalf of Jesus? Can I, can I just say the way that you were treated by another follower of Jesus Christ is not what God had in mind? Can, can I tell you? Don't blame the Savior because some idiot was stupid. Can I, can I ask for your forgiveness on behalf of the church for the wrong that was done to you? Please? Please? Can, can today be another day where maybe you start or continue a journey of healing for the pain that has been brought into your life by a person who calls themselves a follower of Jesus Christ? The text continues. 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit against the flesh. For these things are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Pada 2. This isn't for you to use with someone else. Often we do that, okay? Even though it's contraindicated by, by verse 15, we often take a, a list of things and, and we look at someone else and we're like, you're not following the list. This isn't a list for you to use with anyone else. This is a list for you to use on your own. It's a classic Paul list because it starts with those that we would like to throw stones at and ends, if we're honest, with us looking in the mirror. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, haven't sacrificed much to idols lately. Sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger. 
then it kind of ramps up again, the, the stuff that, yeah, 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 I don't do that stuff either. Descent, division, and drunkens, orgy, you know, okay. And then Paul adds, or anything close, anything close to the list, anything adjacent, even, even distantly adjacent, even a second cousin to division or envy or impurity or sexual immorality. A- anything, that's, anything that's even in the scope of these things. If you're like, I wonder if it probably is. Anything like that. A couple things can be said about the list, right? But before we say the couple things about the list, which are actually going to be more than two, we are tempted to look at someone else and say, oh, this is where you are violating the list. I want to repeat this because we do this. We look at the list and we're like, this is you as opposed to this is me. The list is a mirror in which we see ourselves. The couple things that can be said. Number one, the first century was pretty wild. I mean, I mean, when you're telling a group of people who are Christ followers that this is the list to avoid, holy cow. I mean, there's just like, the first century must have been just like just craziness going on. And I think it's helpful to remind us that the problems that plague humans today have always plagued humans. There was not a better time. Nope. Well, maybe a Garden of Eden before they ate the Eden before they ate the papaya fruit. Okay, that might have been the better time. But since that time, the problems that have plagued humans have always plagued humans. And, and it goes to the point: on our own, in our own flesh. We have not progressed very far. Number two, in what ways do our lives reflect the list? And not the stuff that we don't do. I know people, I know people in my own family who are so proud of the fact that they have never had a drop of C2H6 oxygen. But they are so angry. It's easy to look at the list and say, yep, never been in an orgy. List doesn't apply to me. I know people who are so polite in their condescension, so gracious in their higher-than-thou attitude, so confident in their differentness. They don't even spend a second thought thinking that they have created an idol unto themselves complete with rival superiority, boundaries of self-made division and dissension, a simmering anger with just this thin veneer of kindness, allowing them to never do business with the things that are on the list that affect all of us. Three. Okay, I know a couple is two, but somehow my brain always thinks a couple is two or three. So three, but really four because we started with one before we had one. The list is not consistent with a person who is the daughter or son of a king. We see this, right? We see this. In the world as we know it, so often royalty gets away with things. You're the son of a king or a son of a president 
or the son of a senator, or the daughter of a rock star. You get the idea. And there seems like there's a different set of rules. That royalty gets away with violations that the common person cannot get away with. The standard, the rules, the expectation is higher in God's economy when you stand in this line of inheritance, in this kingdom. And it's not just that the list isn't fitting for the child of a king, but the list disqualifies that the person who embraces verse 20 and 21 versus embracing the work of the Spirit. It's not just that the clothes don't look right on you. It's that you shouldn't even be... It's not... It's not just appearance. It's identity. Now, there's much to say about this, the flesh and the spirit. It's kind of like when we talk about the the spiritual battle that exists between good and evil, between God and Satan, God and the devil. We kind of want to or think about it practically like God and Satan are on equal footing because Satan is so powerful in some, but they're not, right? God and Satan are not on the same level. God is overall, God is infinite, Satan is finite, right? You want to say yes to that. You want to, that's really important that we get that one right today. Likewise, even though the Holy Spirit, third person of the Trinity, equal in all ways, God, and the desires of the flesh, they're not, the, they're, they're not on equal footing. They are not equally matched. And yet there are times when this human agent will allow the flesh to win. And it's not the way it should be. And it's not the way we were created to be. It's not who we are as sons and daughters of the king. But it is the way it is at times. Sometimes more of the time than less of the time. The spirit and the flesh are not equally matched. We, we, we don't have to live in this nebulous ground of, well, that's just who I am. I was talking with a friend a couple weeks ago about the struggle, and, and it was an honest conversation, and, and I can be transparent with my friend. And, and at the end, I said, I, I, I genuinely don't like to sin. He said, I think, I think I'm going to cry right now. Paul says the list, the law rather, isn't for you or for you. The list is for you. But more than that, the Spirit is for you. And the Spirit is for you.
The Spirit is for you to embrace. And the Spirit is for you. The Spirit embraces you. Please pray with me. Father, we come to you in the quietness of the moment. And we probably need to do business if we're honest. Probably most of us have been hurt by other Christ followers. And I'm going to ask for something mysterious and supernatural. That if you've been hurt by a follower of Jesus Christ... you would hear the Spirit whisper into your soul that God is for you. And likewise, Holy Spirit, in whatever arena, if we have been less than we were created to be, less than who we are, as a daughter, as a son, as a child of the King. Allow us to confess those things. Allow us to repent and churn from those things and to embrace the life that is in the Spirit because the Spirit is para tu. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Please stand.